We knew that this was going to be cutting edge and position our nurses not only for the temporary situation with COVID, but for the future. This experience has really helped strengthen my communication skills. This opportunity makes me feel really fulfilled. I think the telehealth experience in general was just another example of how flexible nurses have to be. This is Kathy Driscoll, Chief Nursing Officer at Humana. Welcome to The Voice of Humana Nurses, a podcast about clinicians committed to improving lives. Join me, other nurses from Humana, and special guests as we discuss topics nurses care about. Hi, I'm Kathy Driscoll, Chief Nursing Officer at Humana, and welcome to The Voice of Humana Nurses. You know, globally, the nursing profession is faced with multiple challenges. Things like workforce shortages, sometimes not enough faculty at the university level or in clinical spaces, an aging population in the United States that needs more nurses to care for them in a very holistic way. And some of these challenges have been exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic. One of the challenges in particular that came to the surface very quickly was that of the challenge of clinical placements for our nursing students. Our nursing students are pipeline to the future and getting enough time, a clinical placements, learning how to manage the needs of our patients is a really important component of nursing school. Hospitals and healthcare facilities weren't always able to accommodate the requirement for students, and that really put graduation for our student nurses in jeopardy. It really put critical experience that they needed in jeopardy as well. And these nurses are really desperately needed in our healthcare system. So this created quite a conundrum. And today we're talking about some innovations in nursing education through a collaborative partnership between Humana and the University of Houston. So both entities have partnered in the past on a variety of things and have a tremendous interest in informing, innovating, and influencing healthcare and nursing education and practice. I'm happy to have with me today my guests, all of whom are connecting virtually, to talk about this partnership their experiences with the unique nursing development approach and its significance to the future of nursing. So joining me today for our conversation are Professor Leanne Lightfoot from the University of Houston, Agnes Ibenime, a field care manager at Humana, Rhonda Coletta, a field care manager at Humana, and Emily Ann Watts, a nurse who's also a University of Houston nursing student. So welcome to the Voice of Humana Nurses, Professor Lightfoot, Rhonda, Agnes, and Emily Ann. I really appreciate you being on and being with us today, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So before we dig deeply into the conversation, let's start by getting to know our guests a little better. Professor Lightfoot, let's start with you. Can you tell us a little bit more about you? What would you like our listeners to know about Professor Lightfoot? Uh, this is the capstone on my nursing career. I am a clinical assistant professor with the University of Houston College of Nursing, and this has just been such an awesome opportunity. I get the opportunity to impact the delivery of health care and the development of nurses as we move forward, and I really want that to be my legacy, that I've had a contribution in helping create excellent nurses. I've been with the university for about seven years. Um, my educational background is I have a master's with a focus in administration, education, and acute care. 
um, during COVID, I've had the opportunity to create some work-life balance, which I've lost, which has uh, been a wonderful thing. And um, I've also had an opportunity to experience COVID as an administrator in acute care hospital settings. So I've been able to tie theory to practice. Thank you for including me in this very wonderful opportunity. Thank you, Professor Lightfoot, and we really appreciate your partnership and collaboration. Agnes, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Thank you so much, Kathy. I am I feel so blessed to be a part of this. Uh, my name is Agnes Ibaname, a registered nurse, uh, a midwife, and a certified case manager. And I have been with Humana for five and a half years in the capacity of a field care manager. Um, prior to the COVID, going to our members' homes and assisting them to close gaps and uh, assisting them to uh, access resources and identify those with issues with social determinants of health and also assisting um, in that perspective. And I am so excited to be a part of this program because I'll see myself as a bond nurse. Nursing is in my DNA. I call it the golden profession. So I'm excited and I look forward to being able to impact the next generation as things change. Thank you. Thank you, Agnes. And your passion for being a nurse and being a mentor really shines through there. So really appreciate that. Rhonda, could you share a little bit about yourself? Yes, my name is Rhonda Coletta. I am a registered nurse. I'm kind of the same as Agnes. I was actually a field care manager working in the field prior to COVID. And of course, since that time have transferred to a strictly telephonic role here at Humana. I recently have completed my case manager certification and also my certification in gerontological nursing. So I'm looking forward to be able to put that in practice more um, here at Humana. And I have been with Humana for almost eight years and it has just been a wonderful experience and learning new things just like with this preceptorship. So I'm definitely grateful for all the experiences I've had here. Thanks, Rhonda, and congratulations on those certifications as well. And lastly, but certainly not least, Emily Ann, would you share a little bit about yourself? Hi, yes, first I wanted to say thank you for the opportunity to be on this podcast. So um, I have been a registered nurse for six years. I actually graduated in 2013 with my associate's degree in nursing. Um, but, you know, life got in the way, marriage, kids. Um, but this last year, HCA came up with a contract with the University of Houston for free tuition. So I could not turn that down. And that's how I stumbled upon the University of Houston. And um, I've been a med surge nurse for three years. I was a med surge nurse for three years before transitioning to clinical documentation improvement, which I've been doing for the last three years. Thanks for sharing, Emily Ann, and, and thanks again for joining us. You know, change is constant in healthcare. So being proactive in responding to change is really so important to continue to put nurses at the forefront of healthcare and to equip them with the contemporary knowledge and resources so that they're able to respond to societal healthcare needs. Over the, over the years, we've seen nursing change a lot and the pace of change has really 
just gotten faster and faster and has certainly been exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic. So we think often about things like, how do we influence the future of nursing positively? How do we think about addressing nursing gaps? Maybe we need to really look deeply at gaps in education and identify innovative ways to address those gaps or broaden knowledge so that nurses are really prepared to practice in every setting. Professor Lightfoot, as a, a nursing professional and someone who works with nursing students all the time, can you share a little bit about your thoughts and reactions when you found yourself in this situation, this challenge of you know, having these really well-prepared nursing students who had a lot of enthusiasm and having problems with finding appropriate clinicals that could let them continue to build their skill set and help to prepare them for workforce. Uh, thank you for that. Absolutely. We know at the um, College of Nursing at the University of Houston, we're dedicated to providing nursing excellence, period. And our mission is to provide um, education so we produce nurse leaders. So we, uh, we decided that we should be in a position to be a leaders in education. So when COVID hit, we quickly thought about how were we going to meet the objectives and the goals um, so that we could have our students graduate. Our students had accomplished 50% of their clinical hours, and we had to come up with, or we wanted to come up with a dy dynamic strategy to help them graduate. So we went into a think tank with Dean Tart, and we quickly came up with this wonderful solution of partnering with Humana, where we already had an existing relationship to develop a telehealth experience. And we knew that this was going to be cutting edge and different and position our nurses, not only for the temporary situation with COVID, but for the future. Uh, we wanted to develop something that was going to be an, a dynamic entrepreneurial experience. We wanted to blaze a new path with our students in partnership with Humana. And we saw this telehealth experience as not a temporary fix, but as a new delivery system for which our nursing students could really impact the quality of lives of patients moving forward. And it would really broaden their global horizons. Um, the attributes of telehealth are just the ability to provide personalized care, timely, cost-efficient, uh, comprehensive, full spectrum of nursing care with this partnership with Humana. And the thing that has made this happen for us is the uh, we took advantage of the existing um, online applications. And um, so henceforth came our partnership with uh, Humana. And this delivery system is here to stay. Um, it's a vital attribute to ex enhancing existing relationships um, and delivery systems. And it's really an adjunct to the quality of care that we already deliver. So we partnered with Humana and we have worked with outstanding mentors and coaches. The social workers and the case managers have been absolutely awesome and wonderful. Um, we have learned more about their worlds, and I think they've learned more about our worlds. And um, it was uh, this was just really a blessing to have this opportunity. That's great, and I, I love how you weren't just you were working together, 
put some nurses together and they're always going to find a solution, right? You weren't looking just for a Band-Aid, but you were really looking for this dynamic experience and you were looking to leverage new uh, care delivery systems. I recently read an article that said that the um, percentage of people in the United States who had used some form of telehealth grew from 32% in March of this year to 44% in April. So, you know, COVID has brought about some tremendous opportunity for new care delivery systems there. And I, I really applaud the way that you all teamed up um, to kind of leverage that too. Can you just give us a little more insight into how this clinical virtual experience was actually set up, a little insight into the nuts and bolts? So what we did was we strategically planned with the leadership and we shared the uh, course syllabus and the course objectives. And we talked about how to get 90 clinical hours for these students. And so then Humana went to the drawing board and identified some wonderful preceptors. We met with them in, as a group and then individually. And then we um, outlined a timeline and a schedule. We introduced the students to the preceptors. We had weekly meetings whereby the preceptors joined us on Zoom with the students so we could have a collaborative uh, discussion and we could make any adjustments necessary to the plan. We figured out our boundaries. We figured, we quickly came up with strategies of at what level the students would participate. And we didn't want them to be very passive in this experience. We wanted to kind of see one, teach one, do one. So we wanted the students to really be able to find their voices and be able to communicate with the members, uh, with the preceptors uh, guiding them. And um, we integrated this in an eight-week period. It was pretty quick. Um, and the students spent an entire 12-hour day, so to speak, with the preceptors and each week. And they would initially meet with the preceptor, have a debrief, and then they would have their appointments with their members. And then at the end, there would be a post-conference, so to speak. And then we would all meet as a group as well. We also had a forum on Tuesdays where we had conversations with nurse leaders and some of your um, members of your team joined us to share about their roles as being leaders with Humana in terms of case management and social work. And that was really a wonderful opportunity for the students to get insight into the roles and responsibilities of your leaders. So we really kind of looked at multiple levels on this experience. And uh, the students gave us uh, an evaluation. The preceptors gave us evaluations and everything was a rave review. We didn't like the experience. We loved the experience and we liked it so much that we're going to repeat it again. Uh, we have this course coming up and we hope that uh, we can continue uh, developing, enhancing and uh, this program as we move forward. 
we really would love for other members of your team to step up to the plate to help us with this as preceptors. So if there's anybody out there in the audience that wants to join us, or if the preceptors we've worked with want to want to have a repeat performance, we'd love to have you back. It was absolutely fantastic. And uh, we, we hope that we have dramatically impacted the thinking of our nursing students so that they will consider becoming case managers and social workers in the future. And hopefully they can be a pipeline for you as you go to develop um, additional roles in your organization. Yeah, that's really amazing. You all got so much done in a short amount of time um, and really were still very thoughtful and deliberate about it. So really appreciate that. Agnes, how about we bring you into the conversation now? I know that you've shared previously with some of our nursing team at Humana just how much you love sharing your nursing knowledge. And you shared something that was really thought-provoking. You said, nursing is like the aging process and must be kept alive by the transference of knowledge. So we're really glad that you've been part of this experience and you've been able to help transfer some of your case management knowledge to the nursing students that you are a preceptor for. So let me, let me ask you first, in the early days of your nursing career, did you ever think that you were going to be a case manager? Was that on your horizon? Like I said in the beginning, that nursing is in my DNA. And also, having been brought up by a grandmother who is a tradomedical midwife and so gifted in herbs, and I lived with her, and I saw the way she was caring for people, and I knew way back then that this is what I need to do. And when she passed away 110 years old, it was like, when I see a sick person, I'm like, that's your job. Once I was walking down the street, I was hearing, not, not. I wasn't wearing a nursing uniform. It was an old woman. And I turned around and said, how do you know I'm a nurse? She said, it's written all over you. So coming back to what I said, nursing is an aging process. Think about it. If we have an avocado peel, it tastes so good. You want the next generation to taste it. What do you do? You put it in the ground, the seed. You water it. When you water it, it grows, and somebody else picks it up. They eat it, it's good. But if we don't put it in the ground, there will be no future for that avocado, and the next generation will not even know the existence of it. So that is what this precepting is, and that is what nursing is. And when this opportunity came, I jumped at it because that is what I want to do. And I was fortunate enough to have a student that is pediatric-oriented, never done um, uh, adult. And in the course of our precepting, she got to meet the members, she got to talk to the doctors. She got to know even the programs that Humana has in place, like our bold goal, how we co uh, coordinate member care, and that, wow, as it is done physically in the hospital, it's still um, the same here. She got to understand what motivational interviewing is and how to use it. And she was amazed that that motivational interview could help her help the 
baby mothers and their fathers to be able to be adherent to whatever kind of care that the uh, doctor has prescribed. So you see, this percepting enabled me to impact into her that we can still reach out, we can still take care of patients, members from a distance in true different modality. Now, the COVID has made it possible for us to truly realize that technology, telemedicine is awesome and that we can reach out even to those in the rural area. So this opportunity, this opportunity gave me the, the way to be able to impact and it makes me feel really fulfilled and I'm truly looking forward to continue to be a part of this program. Thank you. Wow, that, that's, um, you certainly had uh, an excellent role model to become a nurse and um, clearly you had a great experience that, um, there, that provided value all the way around. And um, I think to Professor, Professor Lightfoot's question about whether you want to be a preceptor again in the future, I think that's a resounding yes from you, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, well, thank you so much, Agnes. Um, let's go on to Rhonda. Um, Rhonda, as a care manager at Humana, um, can you speak like Agnes just did for us a little bit about the range of experiences that you've had that you were able to share with your students um, as a preceptor? Absolutely. It was, of course, definitely an interesting time for all of us. Um, Especially, you know, Agnes and I, we were transferring from a field care manager, working in the field, being in our members' home, being able to see things to that strictly telephonic role. So that was quite of an, an adjustment for us. Um, you know, of course, the work was the same, but we had to retrain our ears so we would be able to listen better um, since we weren't in the home seeing things hands on. So we really did have to hone in on that motivational interviewing um, over the phone and to be able to get members to speak with us and to be able to hear what they were saying to be able to help them better. Um, so the student that I was paired with, she was actually a labor and delivery nurse. So um, it was quite a different experience for her and what we do every day dealing with Medicare members. So there were just a lot of different things that I was able to show her, um, you know, different programs within Humana. And then things like working on HEDIS measures or outcome measures and how do we help improve our members' quality of life? Um, what systems that we have in place that we're able to do that on a daily basis? Um, during that time, I was also participating in the e-comm soft launch process. So she was kind of able to see how that process um, was starting to be integrated into our daily um, work activity and kind of learning how to address gaps in care and chronic conditions and just the many different alerts that we receive on a daily basis. And how do we address this once again to improve our members' quality of life? So I think it was kind of a great learning experience for both of us. And just kind of remembering that, you know, no matter what field of nursing that we're in, you know, we all have a wealth of knowledge that we can provide to each other to help each other and just learn we're all nurses 
we're in different fields, but just to learn what each of us does and the intricacies of each of our jobs. It's one of the things that's so great about nursing, right? There's so many different opportunities and the knowledge and skills and experience that nurses bring to the table is just so broad. Um, it, it really paves the way for many different roles. Um, let's shift to Emily Ann. I, I really appreciate um, Agnes and Rhonda, um, you giving us kind of one side of the equation as the preceptors, but Emily Ann, you're one of the nursing students who went through this experience. And I'm sure, you know, when you, when you began your coursework, you probably figured that your clinical experience would be in a hospital or a clinic. Um, and, you know, you're kind of a pioneer along with the rest of the team here in a unique experience that I think is very timely. Can you share a little bit about uh, your reactions when you found out what your clinical experience would be and how it would be a little different? Sure, yes, thank you. Okay, so when I first found out, the first thing I thought honestly was I was relieved we could do something that wouldn't push the graduation date back because we were at the end of our leg. This was like our last class and I think all of us were worried we didn't know what was gonna happen. And when we found out it was gonna be some sort of virtual telehealth thing, the second thing I thought was, okay, well, how is this gonna work? <laughs> but um, it ended up it ended up being a really great program for us. And how, uh, what do you think, Emily Ann, about um, your clinical experience being in a managed care setting? Is that anything you had been exposed to before? And you know, between um, helping to care for people virtually in a telehealth experience, um, understanding a little bit more about a managed care organization, do you think that this impacts your future nursing career, just kind of the knowledge, the experience there? Can you speak a little about that? Sure. Um, I have never worked in um, a managed care setting. I used to do med surge, and of course, I took care of patients with managed healthcare. And now I do uh, clinical documentation improvement for people with managed healthcare plans. Um, but I didn't really know what went on in the day to day of an RN working in managed care. So um, this experience has really helped strengthen my communication skills. Um, I found that we were having to be kind of the go-to person or the liaison between patient and physician and insurance company and other, other types of agencies, government agencies such as transportation services. We were kind of the middleman between all of that. Um, the RN care manager, is I learned they're really just masters of multitasking. They really are just everywhere. Um, I have definitely picked on, on some time management and prioritization skills while working with my care manager, um, who by the way was Melissa and she was wonderful. Um, she gave me insights on the other aspects of the patient hospitalization experience. It really, you know, as a, as an inpatient nurse, you think that you discharge the patient and then they go home, but it really, their experience doesn't end there. And that's what I learned by working with uh, Rhonda um, in the care manager setting. Um, I think the telehealth experience in general was just 
another example of how flexible nurses have to be. And it really forced me to be more flexible as a as a nurse and a student. And so this is this is something that I will always carry with me in the future. That's great. And it sounds like all of you really learned a lot from one another. Um, and I think that's so foundational to the profession of nursing is really that collaborative spirit, uh, being good communicators and really looking at new and innovative ways to get to the end goal. So Professor Lightfoot, let's, let's bring you back in to wrap up our conversation. Can you just talk a little bit about the value of offering um, kind of broad platforms or settings of clinical experiences um, to your students? I know in the past, most of the uh, clinical settings were in acute care hospitals. And, you know, I think maybe this, um, you spoke a little bit of in the beginning about thinking about new ways of delivering care and, and having these dynamic uh, platforms. How do you and, and your fellow faculty think about it now? Has this experience changed your thinking at all? Absolutely. Thank you for the question. This has really helped uh, myself, our faculty, and our dean, who is a wonderful leader, uh, think about uh, academic practice partnerships that are without walls, so to speak. We so immediately think about acute care settings as the place that we deliver care and we evaluate care. However, um, the there's, there's a globality to um, working with Humana uh, and using this virtual healthcare experience, and it's really broadened our horizons. Um, it's given us the opportunity to reflect on our existing processes, um, have some self-reflection, um, uh, have the opportunity to change. It was kind of a forced change at first with COVID and we welcomed that change because we've been able to adapt to this COVID environment. We've been able to make adjustments and we've been able to offer our students really a comprehensive experience in the clinical setting. We're seeing telehealth being introduced into the acute care hospital setting, and that's kind of interesting as well. So it's not only with Humana, but Humana has given us um, a wonderful opportunity to just evaluate um, opportunities for our students. And this is an opportunity that's not going to go away, and we're going to continue. Telehealth is um, a, a very, very valuable opportunity for um, the students, for the patients, for Humana, and we just appreciate that partnership uh, and uh, utilizing this telehealth experience. And I'm sure that there's more change ahead as we move forward. Um, I'm sure this will grow and develop, and this is just like planting a seed. Um, as uh, Agnes talked about planting the avocado seed. I love that analogy. So this is just the beginning, uh, tip of the iceberg, so to speak. And we just think it's great. And our students so loved it. It got the opportunity to work with case managers and social workers across the entire United States. And this is beyond our, our immediate service delivery area, which was really wonderful. And it get us, got us an opportunity to broaden our horizons in terms of the delivery of care in different cultural settings uh, with telehealth. So that was really wonderful as well. I really appreciate um, all of you, Professor Lightfoot, Emily Ann, Rhonda, and Agnes. Um, you're all innovators, you're all leaders and influencers, 
And it's a great example of just thinking about the end goal, thinking about how we can um, have these broad uh, continuums of education, care, be contemporary in our skills. And I'm really just so proud of how um, our teams came together to not only solve a problem, but to really think about excellence, think about the future, think about being innovative and make it happen. So thank you all. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to today's episode. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play by searching the words, The Voice of Humana Nurses. And we'd love to hear from you as well. So send us an email at chiefnursingofficer at humana.com and give us your comments, your suggestions about topics or people you want to hear about or hear from. So until next time, be well.